Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, boo. Yo, ancient, A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more. From deep inside the Man Cave, your host, Elias. Welcome to the cave. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Exciting times. You know, I was just t- I was telling somebody uh, before I, I jumped into this interview, uh, I don't even know where to start from you because you've had a busy career. 20 plus <laughs> 20 plus years, you know, uh, multiple projects, you know, 70s show, 90210. And if people do some research, both 90210s. How about that? Uh, yeah. uh, without a paddle movie, you know, uh, producing, acting, what's left? What's left on that bucket list? Oh my God. You know what? I obviously am like ill prepared for this kind of media tour because I've been asked that and I'm like, I need a, I need a minute. I need like a good old fashioned winter break after this, like December to remember. And then I will, I will dream new dreams. I absolutely promise. <laughs> I mean, I and feel yeah. like this Christmas I'm living a bucket list. Like right. it it really is kind of an, it's an unbelievable, um, just like a, basket of fortunes going on and yeah yeah you have like two projects coming out uh december 1st is one of them december 14th is the other one was uh i know you started out in acting but was producing always like part of that you always wanted to be behind the scenes oh you know i started out in musical theater and i think that there is a part of the theater that is a little bit always like behind the scenes in front of the scenes like all hands on deck let's put on a play in a barn like there is a mentality for that um, no, I don't know that I, if you had talked to my 22 year old self, like you're going to be a producer one day, I'd have been like, <laughs> you're hilarious. No way. Um, it kind of, it kind of came about in a, in a weird way where I had done sketch, which is also like musical yeah. theater. Like you write your own stuff, you produce your own stuff, you, you perform your own stuff. And that led me to do mad TV. And then a couple of years later, I co-wrote a script and then, and it involved a lot of things with horses mm. and cowboys and things I had never known anything about. And when it came time to make the movie, I was like, you should let me produce it because I have all the contacts and I, I know all the cowboys. <laughs> and um, my friend was like, but you don't know how to produce a movie. I'm like, there's a lot of things I've done that I don't know how to do. So I'll just figure it out. Um, mm. And that was like seven years and 15 projects ago. So I'm I'm starting to figure it out now, a little. What do you think has been your biggest accomplishment so far in your career? Biggest accomplishment. Oh, I know. I think it's all the people that I've mentored, really, Mm. that is the thing I'm the most proud of. So because it's not just my accomplishment. Like once I've mentored someone and then they go on to produce their own movies or young actors that go on to be super mega stars. I mean, there's an entire crop of like hair, makeup, wardrobe people that I like wrote letters to get them into the union. So I think, you know, is that, it's a legacy, right? That's what you call it. So it's not my accomplishments. It's like mine through the Mm. people I've nurtured and where in the hell will they go everywhere. You mentioned mentoring and like even the young people that jump into industry. What's one advice you give them when they first start out? Um, I, I a lot of people come to me and say like, "Hey, how did you get started?" And I'm like, "I got started 150,000 years ago. Like we used to do paper headshots and send mm. them in the mail, 
And I'm like, your greatest gift to yourself would be to find a community of people who are also at the exact same place you are, whether the same age or starting out, like it's going to that acting class. It's being part of that like crew because it's, it's always a big community thing, which is something I've leaned into really hard. And the people who are doing it alongside you will have the best intel. Mm. You know, who's the best photographer? Where do right. you go to do open mic? Like, you know, all that kind of stuff. That's awesome. So I mentioned, you know, you got two projects coming out soon. Uh, December 1st, you have Hollywood Christmas. So you're produced, you produced that. That's coming out of HBO Max, correct? Correct. Yes. Yeah. How, how were you uh, approaching out to work on this project? Um, this project was written by my husband okay. and um, developed by our good friend, Alex Reiner Ravello, who's the director. And it's something that we wrote, we call it our story hut um, during the pandemic. We would, once we knew we weren't going to hurt each other by hanging out outside, <laughs> right? Um, my husband would write and then we would get together and read it out loud. And, you know, ah, that joke sucks or that one's really working or I think I'd like to do this or that. And kind of where we're approached because we've had a longstanding relationship with the WB and that is now HBO Max. And they said, do you guys have any Christmas movies in the drawer? And we're like, mm, actually, we do. So that's, I mean, yeah, it came about through a lot of time spent in, in locked in your house. Wow. Wow. How did you, uh, were you part now, once you started getting the project, going, were you part of the casting also? Like, how did you guys cast a perfect Jessica and Christopher? Thank you. Yes. Well, Christopher is one of our company, ESX Entertainment's longstanding superstars. He was the star of a, of a California Christmas with his wife, Lauren Swickard. So he was attached to the project off the bat. Jessica Van just won us over, like in the old school way of auditioning and being just kind of totally perfect for it and then just crushing it every step of the way. What are you hoping for now, like when the viewers tune in December 1st to watch this? What are you hoping they get out of this movie? Oh, I think it's a love letter to movie making. It's a little like inside baseball. You know, it's a movie within a movie. So I know that they're going to have a good time. I know that there's a lot of great jokes in it. And like a lot of heart. I mean, it's Christmas, right? But I right. think that there's a ton of Easter eggs we shot on the Warner Brothers back lot. So I feel like for people who love a holiday romance, you're going to be fine. But for people who love anything inside baseball, if Soap Dish was your favorite movie, if mm. you love The Kid Stays in the Picture, like I really believe we've done a massive nod to the the folklore of Hollywood. Mm. What do you think is the big fascination with Christmas movies? And what's your favorite Christmas movie or holiday movie? A holiday movie. Elf. Elf all okay. day long. That's darn will ferrell like is there a more talented fella alive um i think that i've learned a lot about i mean having made the, our company has four christmas movies this season and i've been involved in kind of all of them in varying degrees i think that christmas movies are about hope you yeah. know this the very concept of christmas magic and I think it's because people come to this time of year, maybe they're a little tired, maybe right. they're ready to kind of like, you know, lay on the couch and drink some cocoa, and they want to be told hopeful, beautiful, warm stories. I think that's the that's the key. They, you know, they can have a big fat laugh, 
I mean, you know, our director would argue that Die Hard is the greatest Christmas movie ever made. <laughs> um, but I also feel like even if that's true, yeah, it has heart. It's about mm. family. It's always about a family finding love at Christmas, getting to that end of the year and having having just like gooey, happy, warm feelings. I agree. And of course, now the bigger project now is the one you started, I believe, in Santa. Netflix, 1214. Thank you. Yeah. Woo, woo. Um, I believe in Santa. I mean, it's going to hit all the things I just talked about. It is a, it's a, it's a love story. It's about a couple that meets and has a really sexy, happy summer only to smash into December. And, you know, is he ghosting her? What's happening? No, wait, huh? he's a Christmas maniac who believes in Santa Claus. Which is played so, by your husband. It is played by my husband. Um, it's a little of like 40 year old virgin, you know, meets a Christmas love story. It's deeply personal for us. There's a lot of it that is ripped from our dating life and our married life and our kids life. Um, but I think at the at the takeaway, it's about inclusion. You know, I think there's there's a lot about Christmas that is like goodwill for all men, you know, and I think I don't know if you've heard there's been a little bit of unrest here in america <laughs> as of late right um we didn't solve that problem since we wrote the script and i think that the movie really the central theme is like how can you be in a relationship in a friendship in a community and and be with people who believe different things than you do and just get on with it just love each other and right. you know kind of who cares was this project now, uh, this movie, uh, was it always to work with your husband in this movie? Oh, we always have a dream, right? Like, okay. it's still the same story hut. So we mm. write things and develop them. Um, but you never know. I mean, we've done a lot of movies that we've found cast that we're like, oh, that's just better. That's great. That's different. You know, the distributors will have a say in who gets to do stuff. So this is the first time that mm. we are, we are, we got to do, we got to do it. Right. The whole thing. <laughs> the energy between you two. Like, did you find it easy working with each other? Yes. We do have a really fun time. I think we we still really, really like each other, which is yeah. great. Um, but we do have a couple rules. Like, we never drive to set together because okay. each of us has a very different, like, morning vibe process. We have our own trailers. My husband's like a professional nap taker and I'm not. So like that's <laughs> its own thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, we have a great time. I'm not even good. I mean, I could, I could try to drum up some like drama for you, but there's not. <laughs> so in the film you play, Lisa, what did you love about her? And how come she doesn't like Christmas? <laughs> I know. Right. Lisa. Um, Cause I don't. Shh. I mean, I'm starting to like Christmas after I've made like all these Christmas movies. I get it now. But mm -hmm. traditionally, I find that, you know, the, the flip side of the Christmas season is that it can be really stressful and tons of pressure. And did you buy the right thing? And did you go to the right party? And are you making it to mom's house and dad's house? And I think that makes people kind of crunchy and unhappy. Um, so I like that about Lisa. We have that in common. Um the thing that I envy is that Lisa is a writer and she's like yeah. really clever and really good at it. And I would say I'm not <laughs> a great writer.
Yeah, you. So now you have you got these two projects coming out. Now you said you mentioned you have other two other Christmas the movies you've worked on. Where can so we see those and find those? I know, right? Well, there's three. There's three on HBO Max. There is a Holiday yeah. Harmony, which is a wonderful love story about a girl who is a singer who gets stuck yeah. in Holiday or Harmony Springs, Oklahoma. That's fun. Um, then there is a Christmas Mystery, also written by my husband, directed by Alex Renaravello, that is two 11-year-olds to have to figure out who stole Santa's golden jingle bells. And is that, that actually... Violet? It is Violet! Okay. Yeah, the one that plays your daughter in this movie. Okay, the other movie, yeah. That came about because we were shooting um, some pickup days in Mammoth. There's a sled race, and I believe in Santa, so we went up to a mountain and John and Alex and I were driving up there and John said, hey, Alex, what's a movie you've always wanted to direct, but you have it? And he's like, oh, a kid mystery. I love that. And so John wrote it for Violet. That's wow. why her character is called Violet. That's awesome. So you've tackled all these Christmas movies. What's next now? I know you said you might take a little break. What's, uh, what's coming oh, up I'm in the spring? Gonna... Anything? Take a little break. Well, We've just written a um, a Valentine's Day rom-com that is kind of like four weddings and a funeral. Like okay. the same group of people always gets together on Valentine's Day, but it's because one of the children's name is Valentine's and it's his birthday. So I, I, I and I think that'll be like a really, really fun thing. We've got a bunch of other movies in the hopper. Just depends on which ones will sell or which ones will go. Um you know, I mean, my wish is just to kind of keep the, I I like the collaboration. I like the crowd, the group that we've put together. I mean, I'm in love with the wardrobe and the hair and the makeup and the production team. And like any reason to get that squad back together, I'm, I am I can't really say no. I love it. That's awesome. I was told to ask you, and I don't know if you could answer this, 90s show. We're going to see you on this. <gasps> right. Maybe. There we go. Christina, I mean, how, come on. We have to see you on it. You right? I mean, come on. What is Hori Lori doing right now? I mean, like that's I mean, right. honestly, I feel like she's either like the Secretary of State or like is a Walmart greeter. And like either one, you would totally be like, Yeah, of course, that's what Lori Foreman is doing in her grown-up life. Christina. I want to end this by asking you, uh, where can the listeners now, the viewers, find you on social media, keep up with all your projects and more things to come? Oh, thank you. Um, Instagram, I'm at, at Lady Christina Moore. Turns out there's a lot of Christina Moores, Christine Moores, C Moores, anything with a Moore as a last name. Fun fact, when I was in high school, um, there were two of us born on the exact same day with the exact wow. same name, given the exact same driver's license number Jeez. until I got pulled <laughs> over for blowing a stoplight and was almost going to be arrested because the other Christine Moore had like robbed something. And then they figured out there were two of us. So at Lady Christina Moore on Instagram. That's awesome. Christina, I want to thank you uh, for coming on and I can't wait for these projects to roll out and everybody can see them. Thank you, thank you. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC Podcast. And our website, the MCCPodcast.com. Until next time. Until next time.